when I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide, and I turn, and I look, and I go for a ride, and it's Wednesday night, and I get to see you all again. I'm your host, Pat Remwick, and welcome to Straycast TV. This is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. Yes, it is indeed. Welcome to all. Welcome to you first-timers. Welcome to you regulars. It's, it's exciting to be here. It's Wednesday night. It is. It's the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Get it? What we're going to do is have a good time tonight. Our first guest coming up, FLW Tour Champion, Brian Latimer, the first guest. First at bat. First at bat. Be lat. Yes. And then for the first time ever on this show, uh, FLW Tour rookie in the hell of a stick. Give it up. They call him the Hunter. Hunter Freeman. Hunter Freeman for the first time ever coming up after BLAP. Yes. FLW Tour extravaganza tonight. And, uh, and congratulations to, to Jeremy Lawyer on his uh, recent victory, his recent FLW yes, Tour victory. Dominance. In Oklahoma, where... Limits seem to be scarce. Scarce limits. <laughs> yes. Sparse. Speaking of scarce. sparse and scarce, this guy is never sparse and scarce. It is Jen Berg's boyfriend, and it is Jen Berg's boyf- uh, birthday today. Boyfday. Boyfday. Yeah. Jen Berg's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mrs. Popcorn. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. Jenny Popcorn, and she don't care. I hope you win at bingo. Is that also, what she's doing? She's playing bingo. That is yeah. so Southside, bro. It is, right? That is so Southside yeah. right there. Bingo at a bar. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker right here. Yes. Hi. Taps up Don't you do my best. I am antsy. I need unidirectional microphones everywhere. Okay. Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. <laughs> it's Jenberg's birthday. I'm Pat Renwick. Now that we're back in track... Yeah. Going around the horn. This guy has been knocking it out on the Tinder. Uh, I'm just <laughs> going to be straight up with you here. Um, his opening line on Tinder is, hey, I told my parents about us. They're super excited to meet you. Let's get this thing started. Ladies and gentlemen, it's J.P. High. He's dynamite. They're super excited to meet you. J.P. High. Let's get this thing started. Yeah. It works That's good, actually. Every time on Tinder. That's not bad. Told his parents. He hadn't even met the girl what? yet. Told his parents about her. That's She's coming over, and it works every time. That's so not true. That's not my opening. My opening line is, I actually read your profile. <laughs> <laughs> and you never get responses. Yeah, it's not And working. I like cats, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love cats, too. Caught any Charizards lately? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> it's J.P. High, the OG hip-hop fisherman. <laughs> Boom, chakalaka. That's what Dave says. Who says that? He says boom chakalaka. Boom chakalaka. Giant producer, ladies and gentlemen, producing the snot out of this whole deal right here. He's Andrew Giuseppe Johannes Laticio Monterio Ellenberger the third. Yes, it's Andrew Ellenberger, the ginger ninja, producing the snot out of this thing. Way to go, Andy. Yes. Kaboom. Hey, um, guys, can we have like a quick, uh, can we have a quick stray cast meeting? 
Yeah, sure. Do we have any like? Nobody's waiting. So let's do. Yeah, we're all here. This is convenient. Let's do a straight cast meeting. Let's do it. Um, So I'll make it quick. Let's just get business out out of the way here. Do we have some straight cast? Here he, here he. Music. Where's that? I needed to make an announce the meeting. You know what I like at the beginning of the meetings, Andy. You know what I'm saying? No. No, the Game of Thrones one. You know what I'm saying? The here he, here he. Oh. Yeah, you know, the prize winner. There you go. It is time for the official Straycast meeting. Okay, there we go. So basically what uh, we just need to rehash a few things. I must confess a few things first. We have rules on this show. Um, we don't talk religion and politics. We don't make fun of Mike Dick, and we don't make fun of Rick Clun. But I must confess, guys, I did make fun of Rick Clun. So I, what? I am sorry about that. What? Yeah, and we got to go back a couple episodes. I got some email about it, some bullshit. I oh, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so anyway. It's your hero. Yeah, I, it is. I love Rick Clun. I'm sorry that I did that. You only make fun um, of people you love. That's yeah. the rule. Um, the next point uh, of order is I do love the word derp. I love oh, the word derp. Uh... Is this a meeting I or love... are you just making statements? Well, it's part part of things. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's the opening statement of the meeting. Okay. I love the word derp. <laughs> there it is. I must confess. I must confess. I'm down with derp. No. Here's what. <laughs> JP, you like the word derp? Nope. I love derp. Anyway, you know, we do love so I thought, what could we do awesome for April? And what I came up with, guys, for, for the viewers of the show, is the Straycast uh, Hella Mega Extravaganza um, giveaway prize pack. <gasps> yes, it's a Hella Mega Extravaganza giveaway prize pack. We, went with, sweet, we went with Mega Hella. Mega Hella? Mega Hella Extravaganza giveaway uh, Easter Bunny prize pack. So what we're going to do, we usually do the, you know, the $50 giveaway every show where you like and share the live Facebook feed, and we give away a $50 product from one of our great sponsors at the end of the show. But we are not going to do that today. For the entire month of April, you like and share the live Facebook feed, and the last show of April, we will pick a winner that will get an unbelievable prize pack. Here's what you have to do, though. In the comment section... Of the Stray Cast Show tonight, tell us your favorite sponsor. It's going to help us kind of give you a prize. You know what I'm saying? So tell us your favorite Stray Cast sponsor. Like and share the Facebook feed. And oh, keep it on public. Don't have it on private when you share the feed because otherwise you don't get in the randomizer. It doesn't show up. With that being said, I conclude the meeting. Plain and simple. I think that was a successful meeting, right? It's a good meeting. Did you yeah. get donuts, Andy, or anything? Donuts. We got donuts. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, let's eat some donuts. Uh-oh. You. Who's who's calling? Oh, uh, hold on. Got her. Got her. Uh-oh. Yeah. Right when we're trying to break out. Yeah. I'm, we'll talk about yes. this next meeting. Yes. We'll talk this about guy. what we're going to do about this, this guy. guy next meeting. Every Put week, the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back with FLW Tour champ, B-Lad, Brian Latimer. See you in a minute. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. Alpha Angler Custom Rods, brought to fruition by the passion of Master Craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler Rods are custom made in the USA. 
Designed and engineered to be perfect, Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rods, from drop shotting to flipping. Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament-grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alpha Lusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game. Alphaangler.com. The TH Marine Hydrowave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The Hydrowave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. Throw farther, get some Kevin Van Dam's line and lure. You can launch it a mile. Still going. Well, better stick to fishing. Welcome back, welcome back. The Straight Cast TV, the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. I'm your host, Pat Renwick, and uh, we're pretty excited to bring uh, this champion aboard the crazy train tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Bass Fishing Galaxy, please give a loud studio audience round of applause for the champion, Ryan Latimer. Yes. 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 (laughs) What's up, man? You're going crazy. Do you have your pajamas on right now, Brian? Are you in your PJs? No, that would be a flannel shirt, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I wish you were in like a cool, a cool onesie or something. You know, just chilling in a onesie. Yeah, that would be just a little bit weird. That'd be weird, but it, it's you know, it's it's bass fishing. <laughs> See, your boy likes that. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah he thinks that's funny. You probably actually do have a onesie. <laughs> he can wear his or try anyway. But yeah. man, congratulations, dude. Does. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You could get a onesie with all your tournament sponsors on it how's that uh, I, yeah some of them would actually like that probably <laughs> so let's not let's not give them any ideas right now it'd be it'd be like bringing back the jumpsuit you know what i'm saying <laughs> well i think eric jackson's a one step ahead of us on that. <laughs> yeah. he is there's no doubt about he's got that a nice one. he's always bouncing around in that in that jumpsuit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man i just want to i want to make an observation um about you and um haven't had spent a little time with you at the Bassmaster Classic when you were on the Bass University. What I noticed about you is you have an amazing sense of self-awareness. Um, you seem completely comfortable with yourself. Um, at peace, man. Whoa, I just yeah, knocked the PH, yeah. uh, TH Marine cup over. But the uh, <laughs> See how I did a sponsor plug right there? He planned that. See how I did that? The, uh, but no, seriously, man, I mean... That's yeah. a very admirable quality. It's it, it conveys from you, man. Is that is that how things are? Yeah, that's uh, it's. Uh, I appreciate you noticing that. It's. Uh, I can't say it's always been like that. I would say it's something that uh, probably fell. I, I I think I started working on maybe five or six years ago, um, and I think it's really a, a, a really important reason why I'm where I'm at now. 
is because I, I kind of understand my story and where I'm at and, uh, and my route. I think it, a lot of guys, and of course I'm speaking in the context of fishing, but it really goes in life in general. Like, uh, we're all kind of looking at what everybody else is doing and trying to figure out how that's going to work for us. And, um, I just kind of realized like my story is not everybody else's story. I got kind of like my own thing going on. And uh, once I kind of started to appreciate that, I think uh, not necessarily everything kind of went into gear, but I was happy ever since I started to kind of accept my story and how the route that I have and, and where I'm at. And, and, and that's the, man, that is very so much how I live my life. Okay. Because happiness, happiness is essential to me. I figured this out with the help of some people that, um, you can't always be regretting or beating yourself up for things you've done in the past. You you have to accept what is there now. Don't be a doormat. You know, you don't, you don't, you, you don't have to, to, you know, let people walk over you or situations walk over you. But once you become accepting of those situations, it helps you understand them and more or less deal with them, you know? Right. Right. No, no doubt. No doubt. You know, obviously, um, once again, you know, like we're talking about fishing and, and one of the, the overwhelming themes that you hear from people that, that maybe haven't working towards fishing for a living and maybe haven't quite made it yet. Well, I just don't have the money. I just don't have, uh, you know, I don't have the time or, you know, I hear, oh, well, I got a job. Like people somewhere, there's a group of people that don't have jobs. <laughs> Where are those people? Everybody's got a job. <laughs> everybody's got a yeah. family. Like everybody's got all the same problems and there's there's always somebody that's punching through that I, it's, it's like the most irritating thing for me uh, people always come up to me saying yeah man i would do that too i'm you're, you're lucky i hate that like i just want to punch somebody every time they tell me that i'm lucky because i you know i get to fish and so forth but um i'm saying all that to say this is, is you know like I, I was once part of that crowd too and then um it really kind of take my it took my dad he kind of spoke to me without speaking to me. He was talking about somebody else. Um, and he kind of made a statement that really just kind of woke me up. And it was like, dude, I really actually don't have any excuse not to, uh, not to get what I want. It's like, dude, you're already born in America. This is the only place in the world that you can be a professional fisherman. Like there's nowhere else in the world. Like if you live in America and you want to be a professional fisherman and you're not, and then you let, people from other countries beat you to it you should feel like pretty bad about yourself (laughs) i mean like you're already born here exactly you're literally already born here and there's people moving here from other countries aren't you glad those johnston brothers went to the other tour (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know know what you said you wish you wanted to punch people in the face i feel like you did just punch me in the face because I'm guilty of almost everything you just said there. I'm <laughs> yeah, learning a lot. That, I'm learning a lot right now, that. and I'm going to drop that stuff right now. It's yeah, don't that. do that. Don't yeah. let it. Oh, it irritates me to no end. I think uh, I think um, a lot of us are impatient. I'm 36 years old now, and um, you know, there's a lot of guys that started the same time I did that have been fishing professionally more than 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I just I didn't even get an at bat until four years ago. Yeah. Like, so imagine that. Imagine sitting in the dugout 
for 16 years. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Yeah. Here's your Gatorade. Yeah. 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 You don't get in for, you know, like the, the you know, 16 year journey. And it was, it was 12 years before I even got at bat. So, um, uh, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of that, I'm really still young. I mean, you got guys Absolutely. like Rick Klon, 72 and he won. It's crazy. He dude. won a freaking crazy. event. Yeah. 72. That's, and he could beat us both in arm wrestling. Yes. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, you know, saying all that to say, like, you know, if you're 30, 40, even 50 years old, you know, 20 years is a long time to pursue something. So you got time to uh, to make it happen. Just patience, I think, is uh, is a, is is way underrated. And humble beginnings, man. You have humble beginnings. There's there's oh, no doubt. Yeah. You didn't start with um with 24 inch rims on your bass boat trailer. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you right. I mean, there, there's I can't get over that. There's people that you know. They're like, you know, I don't have money to pay the entry fee, man. But but they pull up with their yeah. You, you know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. How does this happen? Yeah. How get does the this bass happen? tracker and get out there. Yeah, I yeah. see. Or or I see. You know, like oh, they went out on Friday night, or they're at the beach. Like my wife is in the room with me right now, and so like we didn't go on vacations very often. I like when I was in my twenties, there was no going to the beach. As a matter of fact, I think my first vacation as an as an adult was our honeymoon when I got married. Like I didn't, I didn't have money for that. I spent my money on fishing tournaments and I, you know, I, I did kind of start off. I spent a, you know, a pretty decent amount in a bass boat. Cause if you're going to try to fish a good bass boat is probably a pretty good and important tool to have. So, you know, I always ran a pretty decent bass boat, but the sacrifice was I didn't get to go on vacations. I didn't have, you know, the biggest house when we, when we, uh, when we first got married. So it's just really a matter of fact, do you, do you want it or do you not? Like you can sit here and say, well, you don't have this, or you got this disadvantage of that, but the world doesn't care. And the industry does not care that, that you said, you know, you don't make enough money or whatever. They're going to keep moving along exactly. with or without you. So, um, so yeah, you just kind of got to decide where you want it. For me, it was like, I was suffocating working in the normal world. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, whatever you call normal jobs, I guess. I, I don't know what the, the right term is for that, but the I was suffocating. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. There was no end game there for me at all. So um, that gave me some good consolation. I, I never regretted any dime that I spent it on fishing ever. It's, it's, it's your investment, man. I mean, that's yeah. your, it's your life investment. Plain and simple. Yeah. Plain and no, simple. No, no you, doubt. You know, because I, you know, I say that because you, the other thing you always hear is, you know, people will talk about how much the entry fees are and how much a boat is. You know, and I get on that every once in a while. How much this or that is? It's like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's a sport you, you chose, know, buddy. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> they, right. I mean, dude, you've had it. I mean. You've had it bad. You might look at it differently than a lot of people because um, you've had the bassin buzz bad since you were a little kid. I mean, yeah. like you you fished your first derb at, uh, at second like grade. second grade. That's crazy, yeah. Brian. Yeah, second grade. That's well, not my right. dad was a tournament fisherman, so I kind of grew up around the tournament scene uh, as as a kid. Which um, you know, it's 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 definitely obviously obviously good but uh, you know i grew up fishing all the way from second grade all the way through school fishing tournaments and stuff like that now i didn't get to fish 
out of my own boat until I graduated, which now seems old. But back then, that was really, really young. I was like 19 when I got my first bass boat. Um, but, you know, like kids now, 14 years old, they didn't have a driver's license. They get in the bass boat now. But I was I was 19 when I got my first bass boat. And when I kind of really started to learn the craft on my own was right after high school. Dude, and, and it's it's just a it's a nice little you went through a, a little level plane for a while. But I see, I see a change in the stars. If that means anything, does yeah. it? I mean, you can feel it. You can feel it. What's going on with you? Not only your tournament success, but also your rise in popularity as an angler. It all goes hand in hand, and it's perfect, man. It's a perfect storm right now, actually. Yeah, I, I saw, I've been really overwhelmed with uh, you know the 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 love that people have shown towards me. Uh, obviously, I do a lot of stuff on social and. Uh, you know, like YouTube stuff like that, and man, people have. Uh, I never really expected that it had that the reach that it did. I knew it was something that I was going to have to do, but uh, I really underestimated it. Uh, you know, the reach that it has, and and the people that are watching. I mean, it's 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 really pretty deep and it's a beautiful thing and i, I really appreciate it and don't take it lightly I, I, we could tell man it's it's pretty special to you and we can't we can't tell um we've we've heard that term in bass fishing um or any uh sports where victory is involved about that revelatory moment you know that moment where it was revealed to you as an individual through yourself um victory um or a, a certain situation in your sports career. Let's call it a sports career, okay? All right. Um, you you had a, a, a revelatory moment in 2013 where you actually, you know, talking about the money side of it, if I remember this yeah. correctly, you could you, you you didn't fish the last derb, man, of the, of yeah. the year. Oh, man. I mean, you I, had to back yeah. out. But, but boom, that was a that motivator. Soapbox. That was a yeah. motivator, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deep story. I don't even know if we got time to go into that. No, no, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But I'm trying to – you know where I'm going, right? That was was a revelatory moment, okay? Yeah. Now – That that was the turning point, right? A turning point. Perfect. Yep, that was it. That was it. Now. From from that point on, I cheated my landscaping business every time (laughs) I had a chance. I was like, never will I do this again. (laughs) That was the point. Seriously, that – that was the that was the absolute pinnacle turning point. Whatever fancy word you can think about it, that was that year, 2013, is when I made up in my mind that this is for me. Fishing is for me. That was the year. That was a swift kick in the butt, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That was it. And now we jump ahead to 2019 Lake Seminole. Okay, obviously another turning point. Obviously, you yeah. had a couple of of revelations during that tournament and i, I want to know about three of them from you okay yeah. the first one being tell us about when you thought you won secondly tell us about when you won and the final one tell us what you plan to do with this win to excel right. yourself right. forward well well one thing one thing you know i I think this is a good attribute, but um, that win was, you know, when I'm telling you, a total surprise. I know everybody that wins probably says that, but I'm talking about a surprise all the way up until day three. It, I, I was out there, I was just having a good tournament. 
and I was have, I was catching fish a way that I think is fun. <laughs> like it was fun. I was having fun, and I understood what was going on. Winning the tournament was not on my mind at all. Like I was not caught up in that. As a matter of fact, I remember. So I had a good day one. Day two backed it up really good, moved up to standings, and then day three I, I caved her heads in. And like I'm just happy to the fact that I was like, my crap's working. Yes, there it is. It's my crap's working. The plan's coming together. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things where during the tournament, my fish, I started to understand my areas better during the tournament. I that area that I ended up winning on, I almost didn't even go there because I didn't feel like it was something that I could do all day and it'd be a productive way to fish. And so as the tournament went on, I was like, hmm, this is, this is good stuff. You know, like this is a good place. This is good stuff. So day three, I weigh in like 23 something and Kyle's interviewing me and all this. And at the end of the interview, I'm like, Hey Kyle, where, where did I end up? You know, weigh in. So I'm like, where did I end up? Went up? He's like, dude, you're leading. <laughs> and then it was like, what, what, what? what? <laughs> I was like, what? Um, so it was just, I was like, that's crazy. And then on day four, for whatever reason, dude, I, I when I saw something like this happening in my mind, I figured I'd be like way nervous. On day four, when I left, I wasn't even nervous. Like I, I wasn't. I was like, dude, I got this cool place and this grass and there's flipping in, you know, like, because <laughs> I don't get to do that where I live. Where I live, we don't have grass. I don't get to fish like that. I don't, I don't get to do that. So I'm not really good at grass, but I love fishing grass. I know that's stupid, but I like fishing grass because I don't have it. So when I get to do it, it's it a makes sense. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not really that good at it because, you know, I hadn't spent much time doing that. I think you're pretty so, good. Uh, so, so I get, you know, I get there and I'm just not really that nervous. It didn't get serious. It did not get serious until about 11 o'clock on that last day. <laughs> where I started losing a few, and then I started to get a little jelly arm. Like, yep. every time you yep. set the hook, it's like, oh, God, it. you're going to lose him. Like, if as soon as you set the hook, you're like, you're going to lose him, you're going to lose him. Uh, it didn't get serious until then, but up until that point, man, it was just, it was fun. And then I just had my head down, and then I popped my head up, and all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, you might win, like, $100,000 this week. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so, um, it was just, it was really, uh, it, it, I don't want to say it was a dream because it's something I definitely pre- prepared for in my mind and for years. Like I've, I've seen stuff, seen it going down like that. But then when you actually live it out, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty intense, man. It's I, like, I look at all the stuff all over again, like the weigh in and all, and even like some of the GoPro fit, footage from that day. And I get, I still get teary eyed about it. It's, it's like, awesome. dang dude, that's, that's you doing that right there. <laughs> uh, is, is that the first incredible. time you've had that f- kind of relaxed feeling when you were on a good bite? Um, a completely different feeling this time. You know, um, out of, out of the, my four years on tour, I can honestly say there's probably only been about four or five times where I knew I was going to catch them. And that was one of them. Okay. Is like days three and four. I like I, I I knew what I had to do, where I had to go, and what bait I needed to have in my hand. A lot of times, I wish the general public really knew, as a bass fisherman, how much you really don't know when you put your boat in order. <laughs> right. right. Like you, like a lot of times, and I, I think I can speak for most guys. Like a lot of times, you like you don't know. 
because you know I got a little bit at home and people ask me well what do you do in this what do you do and I, I feel a little bit immature by saying like I don't know like that's what we're going to do is figure that out <laughs> like most of the time you put your boat in the water and figure out all that stuff when you get out on the water but days three and four at Seminole I knew exactly what I had to do where I needed to go there was no decisions like some of the guys in the house they were wondering they were like oh yeah the weather and the wind and I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to that spot. <laughs> See, it's going to happen. You you said yeah. immature. I think that's the mature thing to say. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. Perfect. Like, I, I don't know. I and it, and it sparks a little bit of frustration sometimes when people ask me that. I, I know that that's not good. I'm not proud of the fact that I'm frustrated over it. But I get a little frustrated. It's like, guys, fishing is figuring things out. Like, I don't know everything and then go out and do what I know. I put my boat in the water and then you just kind of like figure it out as you go. That's the whole, yeah. like to me, that's the carrot of fishing. That's what Denny Brower taught us. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you got to start with the first piece of the puzzle to complete the puzzle. There it is. Right. Uh, that, that's right. the deal, man. Right. Hey, I'm know, not even sure I answered your question. I went off a I don't know, but whatever it is, I got, st- I got a lot out of it. It's all good. Yeah. It's, it's all good, man. No doubt. Yeah. So you know how we always hear about fishing history, how that can hurt us. Like when we go out fishing and we fish historic spots to us personally, Bull crap. I know Bull because crap. I saw a video about you on Hartwell going back to like Beaver Creek, like every yeah. year and just wrecking them. Bro. Yeah. That's bull Wreck, crap. That, wrecking that's, them. And you did it. You did it with the, um, what's the name of the, uh, where you were at on Seminole, like it's escaping my mind. That uh, Seminole. The, yeah. No, no, the the area of Seminole. What was the river? Flint. Flint River. In the Flint yeah. River, you were like, "Hey, I I've been here before. I know the fish live there. Um, is where I'm going." Yeah, yeah, and and some of it. So I had been to Seminole before. Seminoles kicked my butt a lot too. It's uh, I, matter of fact, my first time there, I double zeroed in the regional, the BFL regional there. So it's kicked my butt a lot, but that was the first tournament that I ever, the Seminole was the first lake I ever went to where I got to fish away from home. You know, like not my home water. That was the first time I ever got to fish away from home. It was just like 2006 or seven, 2005, I think it was. Actually. Gotcha. 2004 or five. I went to Seminole for BFL regional. First time I ever got to fish away from home. And I fished a couple of ever starts there. I did pretty good in a couple of ever start tournaments there. And I've also done very bad in a couple of ever starts tournaments there too. So even when I did bad, I either had a friend that did really well or I knew about an area that I heard that's done well. That area that I fished before, that I fished in that tournament, um, I had fished there before, but it, it didn't set up the way it did this year in previous years. That grass changes a lot sometimes. I don't even remember it being grass out there the last time I was there. So, so yeah, it, it changes every year. And history did play. It played in the fact that I knew there's always a stretch on that Wingate's flat. There's always a, a group of fish on that Wingate's flat somewhere. So I didn't have to waste a bunch of time like in Fish Pond Drain where there may or may not be a fish that's ever lived there. You know, like all that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, I didn't have to waste a bunch of time. I, I spent a lot of time in productive water. Uh, and that that definitely helps. So when people say like history hurts you, that is bull crap. It, it history is. helps you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were a firm believer in that, man. That's what yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I had to ask. I, I had to yeah. ask. Hey, um, 
we uh, we like to play games on this show. I don't know. I, know. I don't yeah. know if you know that or not, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do like to. And this is a this is a, a game that kind of helps us get to know you. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, it's called you had to ask. All right. It's yeah. called you had to ask. So I'm just gonna ask you a question. Let's pretend we're sitting down in a restaurant together, having having dinner or something, or having a lunch. You want to do that? All right. All right. We're sitting Sounds down. Good. Hey everybody, I'm Pat Renwicken. 2019 FLW Lake Seminole Tuber Champ, Brian Latimer, and I just sitting down, having some tea and crumpets here in Soho. Where is Soho, and what are tea and crumpets? I don't even know what I'm saying right now, Brian. But it's a little. Uh, it's a <laughs> Never little, heard of it. Yes. South of Houston. South of Houston. It's a it's a little uh, game called uh, Well, if you have to ask. My first question to you, Brian, is. Did Prince ever really tell us what it sounds like when doves cry? Did he, he did ever? Not. He did not. I, I, he did not. I, he never told us what it sounds like when doves cry, and I always want to know. I, 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 what would it sound like? Are you asking me what it would no, like? I No, I don't expect you to know the answer to that, yeah. man. I know you're a champion and all, but nobody knows. Nobody knows what it sounds like when doves cry. Right. I mean, right. we can end the show right now. That's it. <laughs> Plain and simple. Okay. Right. A bait that you still have in your tackle box, or a bait that you've had in your tackle box for the longest period of time that you still catch fish on. Oh, man. Uh, just an old balsa crank bait. An old balsa crank? Shad wrap or handmade oh. crank. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. What grinds your gears in professional bass fishing? What's your pet peeve? The word grind. The word grind. Yeah. <laughs> How appropriate. Yeah, I hate that. There's always a grind out there. A grind out there. Oh, I set you up there, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't like being called a grinder. You don't like being no called good. a grinder. No, I hate that. I hate that. I was actually, we were, we, were, we were making a bait for a company a couple years ago. And, you know, we're trying to figure out what the name of the bait was going to be. And they were like, what about Grinder?" I'm like, no, no, it cannot be Grinder. <laughs> Can't be Grinder. Did you no. ever Did you ever want to punch a waiter when they come up and they're like, you want some more of this pepper grinder on your <laughs> Oh, salad? yeah, yeah. <laughs> drive me right. nuts. You drive me nuts. What's your biggest fear as an angler? Biggest fear as an angler? Yeah. Huh. You know, don't know. I never even thought about that. My biggest fear. I, I need a rain check on that. We'll That's go like back to it. On Family Feud. Pass. <laughs> you gotta come back to that. <laughs> this dinner think, music is amazing, that. though, right? Are you enjoying the ambiance yeah, yeah, yeah. of this music? Yeah. Bring your whole family in. For yeah. Exactly. You guys got no fears. <laughs> it's fantastic. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have one that immediately pops out of my mind. I'm sure there's one. I just don't have one that's popping out of my mind. Nah, think about, about it. We'll do it yeah. on the next episode. Yeah. Come, next <laughs> next time you win. Hey, uh, right. what's a word that you say or people frequently say that you don't think they really know the meaning of? Parabolic. Parabolic. We're talking about fishing rods. Sure. No, parabolic. What does that mean? <laughs> what the hell is a parabolic? Yeah. You get a shot for uh, that. I hate that. Talk. I tell you what. Try to talk about a fishing rod and not mention the word parabolic. And I say it too, and I have no idea what it means. No idea. Never I do. Because I'm a fishing we, we rod it, freak. We say it's, it all the time. It's the entire bend of the rod. 
Yeah, yeah it's, but it's that's not the definition. Full bend. Well, it's concave and uh, concave and convex, and it refracts instead of reflects, so it's a parabolic bend. Do I need to say more? This guy's a rod. Yeah. Friend. Thank you. It still makes no sense. I know. That's a true story <laughs> I just made up right now. It's just a word that we just, like, put out there to make yourself, like, look like you sound like you know what you're talking about. And you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Extra fast nice, action. Nice parabolic. rod. Is that parabolic? Yeah. Of course it is. Parabolic rod. Yeah. I hate that one. <laughs> Second to grind. Wow. Right we got him there. Hey, uh, <laughs> what is a, uh, a song that you will belt out every time, no matter where you are? Oh, man, I sing a lot of different songs. That's a tough one, Pat. Come oh, on. man. Give, give it to us. Oh, man. Oh, God. A song. I, just one? Sure. Pick one, man. Oh, man. If Luke Duncan was listening right now, <laughs> he would know. I'm a huge John Mayer fan. so uh, Okay. Uh, it, it would probably be, God, I, I have to pick one of John Mayer's songs? Yeah, like what would you belt out, man? Like if you heard it, you just feel compelled. The spirit compels you to sing John Mayer. Oh, my God. Who did you think I was? That's the song? Yeah. I don't even know that one. Sing us some of that. <laughs> I can't do that. On, uh, that's not legal. <laughs> Why'd you guys laugh at him? He because was almost going to sing. Didn't want to yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I almost did it. I can yeah, Dang it. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. All right, now if you were in a boy band, uh, Ooh. yeah, if you, yeah, if you were in a boy <laughs> band with the rest of your barefoot br- buddies, Aaron Martins and Not Defoe, what would the name of that boy band be? That that boy band. Oh man, what would the name of my boy band be? Yeah, with Aaron and Not, because you guys don't wear shoes, so you got to get creative here. Think about it. Wow. With God, that that's a pretty just just to make note that is a pretty eclectic group. Yeah, Aaron, myself, and Ott. Yeah, We're talking about a melting pot. That's <laughs> you know it's you're gonna find this odd, but you remind me of I spent a lot of time with Aaron, and you remind me some of Aaron. I don't know. That's a compliment. Really? Yeah, it's a compliment. He was, he, he's actually one of my favorite anglers ever. Yeah, you no do, you do you have very uh, similar outlooks. You might convey them differently, but it's the same end yeah. result. So. Thank I got I got man. one for that boy band. What's the name of the boy band? Ryan? What is it? The Three Souls. The Three Souls. Because the you guys no shoes. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, or how about uh, um, Thirty Toes? Thirty days in the toe. Thirty toes. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty days barefoot. toe in the line. Why not just barefoot? The barefooters. Barefoot. Yeah, yeah, barefoot. The barefoot boys. Yeah. Barefoot's barefoot. back. All right. Barefoot boat deck. Yeah. There it, there it is. Okay. Enough with this one. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hands down, this song has the best bass line in history. Oh man, you're giving that, those are hard questions. Come on, dude, we're getting I'm to know you. Player. I know we're getting to I'm, know you, bro. Come on. Yeah, I'm a bass player, and you're gonna ask me one song yep. that has the best, best bass line in history. Oh man, that's oh I can't even. Oh, that's too that's too hard. Uh, best that's like. Best Bootsy like Collins baseline. How's the about that? The best Bootsy Collins baseline ever. Yeah, I don't like the way he plays. I don't like I don't like slap bass. Okay, well, how about uh, another guy that doesn't slap the bass? Flea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or the flea slap. Yeah, Flea does have some. Yeah, Flea has some. Well, come on, give me a baseline. He plays with a pick too. He's not playing nice. Hold on yeah. a second, Mom. I'm Brian's not playing nice at this game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm down in the I basement. Think those, those, I, I'm all prepared for fishing questions, and then we're talking about bait. This, like, this is like, you've done enough fishing stuff. interviews, Bass, man. Bass, Haven't you had thing. enough of the winning yeah. victory interviews already? I can't even think of a good one. Of all, I hate being a musician and can't think of names or songs. Right, you mean no one's ever asked you this question on another bass fishing talk show? I thought it was pretty <laughs> like standard. Yeah, never. <laughs> never. Okay, um, it's champion's choice. You ask me a question now. Oh, I get to ask you a question yeah. now. Champion's choice. What? To, oh man, let's see. You look like a musician. What? What instrument do you play? I, well, here's a little bit of uh, bass fishing uh, Pat Renwick history for you. I can actually play most instruments, but I suck at most of them. So I can I can sit Not down true. and and play the guitar or, or the piano yeah. and and sing you a song, but I'm not really good piano player. I, I, I can I, do the same thing on guitar, play harmonica, whatever. You know. I, I definitely can see you being an '80s guitar player. Yeah, I was a singer actually. Yeah, is a singer. The, the truth yeah. of the matter. Really? I got yeah. I'm a songbird of my generation actually. Well, there you go. Yeah. That, that's what We should get a band together. together. Like me, you, yeah. Jay Kumar. Uh, yeah, Ryan's a drummer. Popcorn's a drummer. Glenn. Yeah. I Don't mean, forget Glenn. Yeah, and Glenn, of course. Jeez, why, why, yeah. I mean, uh, Glenn is the ultimate <laughs> bass fishing rock god. We yeah, we, we actually recorded the our theme song. What's that? I hear the Fever's a drummer. Or was. Is, is that right? Is he? Dave. Yeah. yeah, Dave Lefebvre, I, yeah. I don't know him personally, but I've always heard him talk about he, being a drummer. I saw the videos. That's true. He is. Huh. Yeah. 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 He was <laughs> actually in a Neil Diamond cover band. Wow. That's not true. That's not true at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure, Brian Latimer? My your guilty, your guilty pleasure. pleasure. Uh, probably would be riding dirt bikes with my son. That is extremely dangerous. It's awesome with that vid. That's, yeah. It's pretty that cool. Is, like, I enjoy it so much that it bothers me some a little bit. <laughs> because I don't need to be enjoying it that much right now. <laughs> you should get together with the Shryox and do a little BMX. Yeah, yeah that's, see, that's what I'm worried about because I'm super competitive. So now, like, I don't know how to half do things. Yeah, you'd be all in. <laughs> so I'm all in. I'm all in when I do something. Hey, uh, who is an angler that you could watch game day clips of all day, every day? Oh, there's too many. Uh, Jason Christie, because he has the baddest hook set in the game. So true. Yeah, Jason Christie. Uh, I really like watching Brett Heightfish. He's a master craftsman. Um, let's see who else. I like watching Brian Thrift, too. He's, he's just cool to watch fish he is <laughs> cool between the commentary and uh uh i think he has a real or unorthodox approach to everything and i, I just really appreciate that and nobody can, can nobody can flip bushes with a cigarette in their mouth like brian threw yeah. either. <laughs> hands down yeah yeah he just seems like the guys that i, I mean he, he literally seems like the guys that i that i grew up fishing against but like <laughs> but like on steroids and of course aaron martin like, ironically aaron martin's for the commentary, mostly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was on a couple weeks ago, um, he actually, we had Mark Zona on, and Aaron Martin's called up to crank call Zona and tried to disguise his voice, but Zona busted him immediately. 
Yeah, Eric Martins can't do it. He can't change his voice. Yeah, he disguised himself as himself. Very distinct voice. He called in his Ron Martins from Alabama. How was that going to How was that right. change? Right. Hey, right. I, I want to ask you a couple of things. That you, hey, we got to know some things about you, and we had a great dinner while we did it. That was pretty cool. Thanks. You, you, there's still a few unanswered right. questions from you, but we'll get to those next time. I want to ask right. you a couple things, man. Um, have you ever jammed with Glenn? First off, I want to know that. Have you guys ever sat down and... No. No? That... No, no, I haven't. I haven't. It's hard. So here's the thing. Music and fishing, the two lives are, are like polar opposites. So mm-hmm. it's like you're either, you're either going to fish or you're going to play music. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> one is all late night and one is all getting up early. They don't blend that well at I, all. I learned no. that a long time ago. Same yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> I used to actually yeah. play shows and then leave the venue and just go hook up the boat and go to a tournament. Yeah, I tried that. That's a while. dangerous. Not that good. Yeah. Not that's good. that's just dangerous. Work. Yeah. Just hey, uh, speaking of um of Z Man Glenn and 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 Z Man in general, what what makes right. that what makes that chatter chicken so good? What 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 is it? What what tell us what you think? Um, when you say chatter baby, well. Let be more specific. Are we talking about just the chatterbait in general? Or are we talking about the infamous jackhammer? The infamous jackhammer, chickadee china, the Chinese chatter chicken. So, that so the reason the jackhammer is so good is because it's so good in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. Good. I know, and I can't so do good. anything about it. Yeah, it's so good in your mind. That's why it's so good. I still throw. So they make they make a bunch of different styles of chatterbaits. Now, I don't think the general public knows that. There's a there's one called a chatterbait custom that I throw a lot. Yes. But the uh, the jackhammer has a bigger hook. It has a Gamagatsu hook in it, five volt Gamagatsu hook. All the hardware around the jackhammer is upgraded. So it's like a stainless steel clip. It's, you know, stainless steel, which I think they're all stainless steel. I, I get all that. All I get all that, Brian. But it behaves differently. It does seem to behave differently. The head shape's a little different. The head shape's a little. Is that bit what different. does it? The head. Yeah, the, the head shape's a little different, so the blade, you know, hits it at a at a wider angle. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, that's a little bit different, but I, I don't, you know, it's I throw the, both of them. It's I like the prince. It's, I throw my jackhammer. It's like when doves cry. We don't know why the jackhammer is so good. Right, right. <laughs> I, I'm telling you why it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Because it's so good to you right here. That's why it's so good. And that's how I know what it sounds like when doves cry because it's up here somewhere. If the jackhammer was $10 or if it was $7, you wouldn't think anything about it. Exactly. (laughs) But it's 17 and everybody's like, that's the one right there, dude. (laughs) Gotta have it. That's the one. Gotta have it. You know, it's also so good because it is so good. It catches it a ton good. of fish. It is, it is good. All the upgraded hardware, you don't have to do anything that bait and tie it on. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. a, a nice little slimy secret that, that, I mean, it's not a secret, but something I started doing is like, I, I don't throw chatter baits with skirts anymore. Like, I, I, I never really? put a skirt on it anymore. Really? So, um, what do you throw yeah, behind I, it? I just quit doing that. I, it's just, it, like you said, it behaves differently. It's more erratic without a skirt. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. And are you throwing yeah. that like the the Z Man version of the the Zayko? I can't think of the name of it. Razor yeah, Shad. Razor Shad. R- Razor Shad. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Razor Shad. And that's yeah, that's the Shad. ticket, huh? That makes it juke and jive a little, huh? Without the skirt, yeah, it's it's a little more erratic. You know, when you go to snap without a grass or something like that, it it 
when you snap mm. it out, it's when it falls down, it's just it may go left, it may go uh-huh. right. It, it, a little bit more erratic. Hey, so la- last question. That's free. Not in char- I'm not charging anybody for that. I, I like it. I like that one. That's a tip of the week right there. <laughs> yep. Actually, mark that one. Hey, last one here. I want to know about that Ned rig with the spinner. I saw you doing a video yeah. with the with your son and. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that like a regular deal for you or were you just goofing off? No, no. So they make they make a um that's Z Man's deal. It is a uh they call it the Ned Rig Spinners. And it's nothing but a piece of wire with a little blade on it. They have a Colorado and a Willow Leaf. Yeah, and I've seen those. A, a special keeper in it that works really good for elastic. When you put that yeah. thing in a in a TRD or Whatever you decide to put it in the back of, dude, it's not coming out. Like it's not coming out of the bait. But um, you know, you can you can kind of bend the wire, make a little underspin out of a small swim bait, or you can put it out the back, you know, out of the out of the tail of the bait. But it's it's awesome for kids, and well, I mean, it's awesome for for a whole bunch of stuff. But you can just throw it out, wind it back, and fish find it. Like that sounds like an infomercial, right? But but it, it really is like how it is. I was intrigued by it. It's I'm been like, outlawed in some I'm professional like, yeah, tournaments. This is yeah. all right. And yeah. and JP High, the hip hop fisherman back here running the social media, he loves the Ned Rig. He's the lord of the Ned Rig. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know he'll be uh, he'll be putting that one to use, man. Hey, yeah, we're... it's it's a cool deal, man. It's uh, there's a lot you can do with that thing like that too. You can kind of wake it under the surface. That's what I taught my son to fish with it. Just waking it. So you can kind of see the fish come up and get it. Like it. But it's 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 nothing but a it's a beetle spin, guys. That's really all it is. <laughs> like if, it's a beetle spin. That's what it is. It's, it's a beetle it's spin a on roids. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Ned Rig came from. That's where it originated from, anyway. I have a great name yeah. for it. Let's call it the grinder spin. No, no. <laughs> no. 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 So like on that video that you're talking about, like I, I was just jokingly calling it the B Lat Spinners and then like yeah. Z Man the next day posted that debate and everybody's like, Hey, you stole that Brian <laughs> Lattimore. I'm like, wait guys, like I got that from Z Man. It's their bait. It, <laughs> yeah, it's their bait. <laughs> oh man. Hey Brian, again, congratulations on your victory. Um thank you so much, man, for coming on Thanks, the show. I, I had a great time with you. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Hopefully, it won't be the last time. No, we, we'll no, have you on. No. There's many more in the future. And and uh, and don't go chasing waterfalls, okay? Uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Stick to the lakes and rivers that you are used right. to. Something like that. Right. You know I'll what I'm saying. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one more time for B-Lad, Brian Latimer, <laughs> FLW Tour Champ. Thanks, man. Dude, we'll see you next time. It's Brian Latimer. Hey, don't you guys go anywhere. We're coming back with Hunter Freeman. In case you forgot, like and share the live Facebook feed for a chance to win the uh, Mega Hella Straycast Extravaganza Pack, which we are giving away the last show of April. Like and share the live Facebook feed for a chance to win the – and, oh, I forgot. What else do they have to do, JP? They have to – Drop the name of your favorite Stray Cast sponsor. Drop the name of the favorite st- Stray Cast sponsor. That's, yeah. a, that's a twister of tongues. Yes, sir. Put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. It's the Hunter, Hunter Freeman, when we return. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Stray Cast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.